0: Hey, it's Annalie. And it's Logan. And you're listening to Popcorn Talk. This is where we talk about movies, old and new. And we give you our advice so you can take it or you can leave it. So grab the snacks and pop. You're listening to Popcorn Talk. Popcorn Talk is brought to you by the Daily Eastern News. And the music on this track is Drugs of Choice by Hans Adam. Hey, guys, you are listening to the fourth episode of Popcorn Talk. It's Annalie. And it's Logan. How are you doing today? So the movie that we decided to do was Stuber,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: uh, I mean it was it was funny. It was funny, but let's give you a, a quick like summary uh, and try to avoid as many spoilers as we can. So basically, it stars uh, David Patista and Kumail Najiani. Nagy- Na- That's it, mm-hmm. and. Now, Batista is supposed to be this this cop, this hard-ass, like, macho cop who, unfortunately, had eye surgery. He lost his partner, and he had eye surgery. And his one goal in life, other than paying super too much attention to his job, is to catch this one. It was a drug lord. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. So, he realizes that on the day that he ha- just so happened to have this like laser eye surgery that it's his only chance to catch this drug lord that he's been trying to catch. Um, and unfortunately, because he can't drive, he ends up calling an Uber, something that his daughter, uh, Nicole, recommended that he do because she wanted him to see her art show later that night. So he ends mm-hmm. up calling this Uber, and the Uber driver, his name is Stu, and that's played by uh, Nagiani, and... This is where everything starts i guess taking place to, the plot starts to unfold. So Batista ends up or uh, like completely taking over this Uber and kidnaps him essentially yeah, to pretty take much. him on, yeah to take him on this like high chase pursuit after this uh this drug lord and there's a lot of twists and turns there's uh there's a little love connection involved there's two love connection uh, love connection that like evolves in the end. It's kind of a sad love connection at first though. Definitely booty call-esque going on there. But uh, we'll explain more about that later. So, But yeah, that's that's basically Stuber in a nutshell. Yeah.
1: Well, let's talk about things that we liked first mm-hmm. because I feel like there's definitely more things that we didn't like. Um, I really liked Stu. And that was uh, Kumail's mm-hmm. um, guy. That's who we played. Stu is an Uber, an Uber driver. And I liked Detective Vic, even though... It is still that kind of, uh, you know, cop drama comedy that we're really used to seeing.
0: Right, right. I feel like they really played off each other really well. Absolutely. Like, Stu was definitely, like, the, the foil. You know, he was, you have this macho cop, right? And then you have Stu, who's, like, very dry, very very okay i'm just gonna go with the flow like i want to be this type of person but i know i'm really not so i'm just gonna go ahead and go with who, who, who i am right now type yes of per- like that's the, the personality that he has absolutely. so and i do agree with logan um i i think that you had two very strong characters i mean they're essentially in my opinion they carried the movie oh absolutely them. absolutely like, because it was an interesting dynamic mm mm-hmm. And I might be a little biased because I do like both actors. Mm -hmm. So I do like both individuals. But
1: to be honest, I went in without seeing really anything from Mm -hmm. these guys. uh, And I was really like pleasantly surprised. I love dry humor. I love dry comedy. Mm -hmm. And I think that Stu's character in Kumail, it's just the epiphany and just the manifestation of dry comedy, dry humor. And so I I ate it up. I loved it. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I I usually don't enjoy comedy movies just because they are pretty... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of... They're pretty samey. Like, there's not much, I feel like, right now anyway, Unoriginal. in the market. That, Unoriginal. Yeah. It's pretty much the same stuff that we see all the time. And this mm-hmm. is definitely no exception. I mean, it's pretty much still the same old, same old things. Right. But it's the two characters that really carried the movie, I think. I think that their banter back and forth was... Um, pretty realistic. Mm -hmm. I think it was really fun to listen to. And I think that they both played their characters realistically and really well. And I
0: agree with you. Yeah, absolutely. The characters were were everything in this this film. And I would argue that that's the only thing I liked about the film, unfortunately, was those two. But go on. So I have a couple other things that I want to say.
1: I mean, that is definitely, I agree with Annalie there. That's pretty much the meat of what I liked about the movie. Uh, Besides that, I think that comedy was pretty okay. Like, there were some moments where I actually did laugh. Just a couple. And there were... I got a few chuckles. I was never, like, really eating it up, though. And there were a lot of jokes that fell flat. I think that a lot of jokes actually were really tame. And then some of them were just really raunchy out there. So it was
0: like almost it was almost like out of place you know and i noticed that there was there's a lot of contrasting genres going on in the film or i genres of humor i, I guess is, is what i'm going for like at one point you know it's 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 pretty basic humor right it's like okay well that's i, I don't want to say appropriate because i mean this film is not by all means not appropriate for for kids in my opinion but um in and sense of in terms of humor i think it was a little more appropriate but then you know you're laughing at the fact that Stu shot someone on accident, you know what I mean? Like, that's that's kind of out there, you know what I no, mean? Is yeah, that really something you want to laugh at, you know? Yeah. You gotta admit, you know you chuckled when that happened, you know, because of his reaction afterwards. But when you think about it, it's like, this guy just shot someone, we're going to laugh that's, about it. It's pretty I mean? messed up. So you... I, it's I like agree Tarantino. With you. <laughs> yeah, you can definitely see... Well, hang on. I do like Quentin Tarantino, though. I know. I One love One of my Tarantino. favorite directors ever. I love that, but it is literally like exactly. that. And it, it's almost like you can't... The, the director can't decide what type of humor he wants to go with. And I don't know if that necessarily mm-hmm. worked in the movie's favor, because it was kind of random and all over the place. Um, the, like the movie itself, the plot itself. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, it, it was... If you're patient, I think it's okay mm. if, you know,
1: you understand that it's probably going to be kind of like that and you can give it some leeway. I think it's not too horrible, mm-hmm. but, but anyway, uh, th- the comedy worked in some areas and some areas it didn't. So, uh, and then another thing that I liked was, I think that the situation and the dilemma was pretty interesting. Like we've never really, I can't think of another um situation like this where it was an uber driver or like some kind of taxi cab driver somebody like that uh partaking in the these misadventures with the tough guy cop i think that was pretty original and i think that you know it's prevalent today i mean uber's becoming more popular it's just it
0: was an interesting idea see and the only problem that i had with that Mm -hmm. was that in now this is like recent months uh, there's been Uber drivers and Lyft drivers who ha- haven't exactly been the best of drivers, mm-hmm. you know, with the kidnappings and, and killings in some sense. And I realize that that that's uh, only a couple cases, right? That mm-hmm. that have happened, that have been reported on. Um, but I mean, is that really something that you? I just think it's it's very awkward to drag uber into this you know what to I mean. to be honest and i know it's not the first time that ride shares like taxis ubers mm-hmm. lifts have been in movies uh there's been a couple movies that i can think of where um the the main character happened to be like an, a lift driver mm-hmm. you know i'm trying to think of the one movie um and it just slipped my mind i just saw it on on facebook too let me think about it you go ahead and talk and i'll think about what that movie is i was thinking
1: to be honest like the only thing that really drew me into the movie was the fact that it was also it had this uber thing about it like because like i said i don't go for comedies that often and um they're just really not my thing and i have never really watched anything with kumail and uh david Mm -hmm. before i mean i'm sure i have in the past but it never like had an effect on me so i was going in really blind and i thought you know what this is kind of interesting and i i thought that the trailers were pretty okay there Mm were some jokes that were really silly and sometimes i do like really silly humor Mm -hmm. and it was a very silly movie so i think you know i was like yeah i'll I'll give it a shot and i just thought it was kind of interesting it was really the only thing that drew me in
0: the movie that i was thinking about was equalizer 2 with denzel washington he was uh, a lift driver in the movie. Oh so like in retirement. It that, that's another movie for another time. But uh yeah. um, that's the movie that I'm thinking of. But yeah, like I said, this isn't the first time that we see I guess it would be like the first time in this sense where the taxi driver is being kidnapped and like it's totally against his yeah, will. Yeah, pretty much. And, and, but even that in itself was was awkward. Like I get that it's very awkward that officer or Detective Vic um is is a cop, right? I get that. And, but wouldn't you think that you that Uber driver would still call the cops? I don't know. I just it there's just, a lot that just doesn't it just does yeah it doesn't add up. You know, and maybe I was nitpicking it too much. Maybe I was in a I bad mood when were. I watched the movie. You know, <laughs> I don't but, think you were. <laughs> but no, I mean, just a lot of stuff that's just like that. You mean to tell me that completely went over your head? It's like, well, yeah, because it's it's movie world. Because in mov- excuse me, in movie world, stuff like that you don't think about. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So let's, uh,
1: I guess it's a good segue to uh, the things that we didn't like. There are a lot of things that I didn't like. I think there are a lot of things Annalie didn't like. I'll let you start, though. The thing that I think sticks out the most is the same old, same old cop comedy premise that we're Mm -hmm. so used to seeing. The, like you said, hard ass, the tough cop. His uh, old partner dies, and now he's hell bent on finding the killer and solving the case. And he's not doing it. He says that he's not doing it for himself. He's doing it because he's a cop and it's his duty. And of course, he gets buddied up with somebody who's basically defenseless. In this (laughs) case, with no experience (laughs) at all. It's like, oh, then they, you know, engage in these misadventures and uh, they discover a little bit about each other and themselves Mm -hmm. from being together.
0: Go ahead, I'm sorry no, no no no. it's you.
1: okay like I, that's pretty much it and i mean like it's just we're so used to seeing it and you know it's it's nice it's comforting it's familiar so there is a level of comfort there but it didn't take very many risks it's just kind of the same old same old thing and mm-hmm. because of that i could predict basically everything that happened so Absolutely. what it, what do you have to say well, about that i was just going
0: to say the when i was After the movie, um, when I was thinking about what we were going to say for this podcast, I just kept thinking, you know, this reminds me of the end of a family guy joke, you know, where they're they're trying to pitch this like, okay, okay, what's the best next movie? Great movie that we're going to write, you know, and it's someone just like pitches this idea where it's and hang on, I, I did write this down where it's this macho cop who is a widow, who's too involved with his job, then neglects his daughter because he's too involved with his job. Now he's trying to <laughs> avenge his partner and meets his his foil, which is Stu, a taxi driver, who just goes along with the whole thing because he is deemed uh, not man enough. I think that was, that was a theme going oh, on yeah. in the movie. What um, makes a man. Right. Yeah. Uh, so you have this toxic masculinity versus... Um, Pa- passiveness I, like that? extreme
1: passiveness yeah. maybe uh,
0: so yeah uh like this just seems like it would be the end of a family guy joke you know i know what I mean?
1: you're saying i know what you're saying like it's so predictable and we're so used to seeing it that the mere fact that it is even a proposal is laughed at that's mm-hmm. the punchline right that this r- is r- a proposal you. yes, yes. And i know exactly what you're saying which
0: and just to be clear you really you should see this movie because the characters are great i do think that these two characters uh like Logan said earlier, I have to agree with you. Uh, they do a great job at helping each other deliver this movie. You know what I mean? Um, but (laughs) the plot just really, and I'm sure if you, if we recorded when we first met up earlier today and we're talking off mic, I was just completely (laughs) uh, ripping on this movie and how I thought it was, the plot was just idiotic. It was unoriginal. It, um, just didn't do anything for me so i mean oh really yeah and then this you know the i don't remember her name uh who are you talking about the the one who oh gosh this this is not good i promise (laughs) i it's just been a long week for me the one who was helping the drug lord uh i don't remember her name either i don't are you talking about the cop that goes bad yeah Yeah. so you know and then you have a cop that goes bad like you've seen this all before you've seen this in like old i I keep thinking of like 80s cop movies you know or detective shows and and anyways so that twist twist quote unquote it
1: didn't phase me at all and part of that was because the the character herself just didn't i I thought she was pretty shallow not that personable not that like, who gives a crap? Yeah, you, could, you could tell that and she could, was
0: involved in something bad. Or,
1: yeah, like, you could just tell that there was something wrong, there was something not quite right, and that ended up being it. Mm-hmm. I, like, it didn't phase me at all. So there's another cliche that I think we're used to seeing. But mm-hmm. I think another thing that is really wrong with this movie is just the really, like, I couldn't think of a better word except for, like, watered-down story. Like, there's a lot of... Um, I noticed that there's even a lot of filler. I don't know if you caught that. But, like... Do you remember the, uh, the moment when the two women tried to carpool? And I think that was kind of oh. necessary. That was necessary to, you know, explaining to people who don't know that carpool is an option when you have an Uber. But I think that the joke just really, like, put the story at a halt. And I think it went on <laughs> slightly too long. And then another example this is a way worse example that ridiculously long fight scene between Stu and uh, Detective Vic. Went on way too long. Nothing got established. And then the manager, that douchebag manager that literally exists just to be a pain in Stu's ass, comes and he's like, "Oh yeah, I acknowledge that I'm a piece of shit. Uh, can you feel sorry for me?" Yeah. That took up like 15 minutes, and I'm like, "Why is this? Why are we doing why this?" Why is it
0: relevant to the plot? Yeah, I could this, see that. It wasn't even that funny. It felt the scene that you mentioned about the two women who get into the, into the Uber and yeah. are <laughs> immediately or not immediately who are chased out. Um, mm-hmm. By, by uh, Batista's care, Vic. Um, it felt like an advertisement for Uber. Like, oh yeah, by the way, did you know that Uber can carpool? If you didn't know, it's an option. If you click here, it pay twelve ninety nine or whatever. You know, it's just something like it that. It felt like it. It was like an advertisement for Uber. I wonder if the whole thing. I wonder if Uber paid for this whole thing. You I know? don't know. So. I didn't
1: even think of it that way. It's an interesting perspective, and it does make sense. I mean. I've never used Uber in my life. So I, I I thought that it was nice to know what the hell they were talking about, mm-hmm. but I think it went on too long and maybe that's why. Maybe no, because it was kind you. of treated like that. Mm-hmm. But I think the biggest crime was that ridiculously long fight scene. <laughs> there was like nothing nothing I think that's good the time about when it. I when I was I was just like how long is this taking? I mean, I'm looking at my imaginary clock right now, or watch right now. It's just so <laughs> annoying. Anyway, there's a lot of filler. Um, what else? Like, I just, I couldn't believe a lot of the characters. When we say that, I think when you said the characters are really good, I hope you mean just Stu and Detective yes. Vic. Yeah, no, Because I everybody else is crap. I mean,
0: I, I get where the daughter's coming from. That's That's Nicole oh yeah i, see I get she's where coming she's from coming too. from i i did feel for her i guess in a sense um but the the whole becca character oh this now becca is is a friend of Stu's, right but mm-hmm. Stu wants to pursue her more in a more you know relationship boyfriend girlfriend sense he says that he's yeah. in love with
1: her yeah which doesn't make uh, any the, sense to me right but in
0: the whole time she treats him like like, like garbage. garbage. Yeah. Like an object. And, and she is, and I mentioned Booty Call earlier, and, and I, I hope I'm allowed to say <laughs> this in the podcast, but that's what she was doing. She was drunk and she was trying to get him to, to see her. And um, it was just sad.
1: She was shallow. Yeah. That's think. I think that's the best way to describe her. A shallow character, very hollow, not much substance to her personality mm-hmm. or her character in general. So I'm just wondering, because I like Stu. I think Stu is pretty relatable. Yeah. You know, especially. Me being a dry person and having a dry sense of humor, it's like, what do you see in this woman? Right, I mean, really so bad
0: for him too, because he actually he is a really nice guy. Oh yeah, you know? I wanted to see him so, get a good like, girl. Can you please give me five stars? You know, you're like he's just trying to like, he's just trying to live his life. Yeah. You know, and he he loves this girl who he really shouldn't love. But, yeah, and but she wasn't a very no very good supporting and I, character.
1: And I guess like if you're gonna watch this movie, here's a quick spoiler warning because they don't end up together um which i'm kind of glad that didn't happen
0: but you can imagine who he ended up with
1: i was really annoyed that's another thing that i absolutely hated about this movie the fact that he ended up with nicole Mm -hmm. that's detective Vic's daughter i really liked nicole and i like i mean i didn't really like her i didn't Mm -hmm. like her near as much as stew but i feel like she was relatable Mm -hmm. and i mean like my dad is also kind of i wouldn't say overprotective but we've got a kind of a you know poke fun at each other relationship Mm -hmm. like they have and um we're very close like they are Mm -hmm. and we're definitely not perfect so i could relate with her and i could relate with that um relationship that they had but her and Stu were not developed at all so when they just ended up at the together at the end i was like are you serious it made me feel like she was being used yeah like she was just a pawn in this movie to you know get make it so that Vic and Stu ended up having some kind of relationship or friendship. If you're going to do that, really either develop the relationship between Nicole and Stu or just let them be friends. Like there doesn't right, have to the be guy anything doesn't else have to like get that. the
0: girl in the end. Like he doesn't have right. to. But again, this this goes back to the whole plot and how it's it's stereotypical. You you we've seen this before. The guy gets the girl in the end, the girl gets the guy in the end. And in this I situation, mean, why? this doesn't even make sense. In this situation, know? there was
1: like zero development too, so it was honestly a little insulting. Yeah. So it's yeah.
0: like seriously. <laughs> I mean, the only We're reason not why she stupid. was there in the first place was because she gave or insisted that her dad have that Uber app
1: mm-hmm. because
0: she wanted him to go to her, his her art show, which you could tell he had no intentions of, of going to the art show. But I think that he did. I think
1: that he did want to, but I think he was like so. I don't think he understood how wrapped up in his own self he was yeah. to completely be invested in going. And I feel like that's an issue that a lot of parents have. And was it expanded upon adequately? That's something that we can debate for a while. I I don't really know. I don't think so. But I don't know. I feel like Nicole was a good character. And I think that she just kind of got used. So I'm I'm a little upset about it. But <clears throat> otherwise... Yeah, the characters are pretty lame. I feel like a, another like running joke with these cop comedies and these cop movies is that the the bad guys are s- dumber than a box of rocks every time. The enemies are so stupid. I mean, you mean to tell me that, like, five or six guys with, like, these... I don't remember what weapons they had. No, they're like they had guns. Semi-machine guns. Semi-machine you know? guns. You're telling me that five Uzi's or six...
0: whatever they are. Yeah. You're
1: telling me that five or six guys with these machine guns cannot kill a basically blind guy who's, like, six foot seven. Huge.
0: It was and just very convenient.
1: Yeah. In, in like, in the middle of a, a vet's office in this closed <laughs> space... And we're talking about <laughs> Stu. He's literally using cans of like dog food.
0: <laughs> and throwing to... them.
1: Are you kidding me? Like this is the dumbest crap ever, and it's honestly funny. No, because but
0: you're, <laughs> you're right. It's it's just it's very convenient. It reminds uh, me of yeah. the stormtroopers in Star Wars, the earlier Star Wars films. You know, they're supposed to be these highly trained, completely military like warriors, and <laughs> they miss every single (laughs) time (laughs) no i agree (sighs) i I didn't think about that aspect actually until you just brought it up right now but yeah it's honest it's like we can't even avoid it at this point it's become
1: a custom and it's like really annoying and it's become a punchline the mere Mm -hmm. existence of it so that we're
0: not laughing so at yeah, it in really the yeah, really don't try this in real life. If you try throwing a can <laughs> of dog food. You're going to get <laughs> your head can. blown off. Yeah,
1: you will die. <laughs> you will die, <laughs> confirmed. But anyway, I think that that's pretty much, that sums up what I didn't like about it. You know, we talked about the relationship, the watered down story, the characters that absolutely suck. I only remember Nicole, Vic, and Stu. Those are yeah. the only names I remember. I don't I give mean, a it, crap about anybody else. Those are the only
0: ones that I guess really matter in the, the plot of the yeah the plot. So. That's the
1: only reason if you want to see this movie. Yeah. That's the only reason you should see it is for Stu and Vic. But anyway, you want to get into the gr- uh, grading criteria? Yeah, let's do it. So. When it comes to grading criteria, we got suspense, visual, soundtrack, composition, setting, characters, originality, message, realism, and story. So we got 10 things here. And I'll just say it right now the overall score we gave it was a 70%, straight 70%. So a C. It's average. Like we're used to seeing it. I didn't think, I wasn't like disgusted at the end, like, Mm -hmm. oh, I can't believe I wasted my money for seeing this i mean i had i had a fun time because i think part of that actually was because i went with my best friend ella shout out to ella uh we had a fun time making fun of the movie together Mm -hmm. and to be honest i don't know why really a lot of people go to the movies by themselves i've done it before and it's just not as fun i feel like going to the movies is a social event you go with somebody you want to go with you go with your your sweetheart you go with your friends Mm -hmm. go with your family and uh if i went to this by myself i would be like why am i here (laughs) probably (laughs) what am i doing here
0: (laughs) no this is definitely one of those movies that you should see with someone i went with my sweetheart Um, yeah and together we tore the movie apart see that's part of the fun that's part of the fun but But he's um, also very cynical Oh so. yeah, yeah, but um. So for suspense, I think I gave it a seven. That's fair. I mean, well, I, I feel like it. I would give it lower. I guess. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I guess at some points in the movie, it, it was a little suspenseful, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just like I, it, tension. You could feel tension. Yeah, there is you tension. Could feel, um, you could feel. You could feel stress. <laughs> uh, definitely. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. But I, I don't think it was that suspenseful i do think that for the most part it was predictable Mm -hmm. but i think being fair a seven is fair yeah i think that we can't completely hate a movie yeah i mean unless
1: we unless it deserves it i don't think that it really deserved it in that Mm -hmm. at least in this category uh visuals i gave it an eight i think that cinematography was pretty solid there was a good variety of shots Mm -hmm. close medium tight or I don't even remember if those are the correct t- terms. But there was a good variety of shots. I didn't feel like I was too close all the time or too far away. The one thing, though, that is unforgivable. At the very beginning... Do you remember how shaky the camera was during the action? I I felt like I was getting a headache. Was that
0: supposed to like? Be I think a thing?
1: That's apparently a thing. I don't remember exactly what it's called, but it is so... It hurts. It hurts to look at, and you can't even tell what the hell's going on. And part of me thinks it's because the um, the directing is just not all there. Like, and um, I can't remember exactly the word. Just the choreography isn't yeah. exactly there. And I think a good action movie, you should be able to just have a steady shot. And just look at what's going on and keep that shot. If you can keep it for five seconds or more, kudos to you. But cutting back and forth constantly and having this shaky camera, it hurts me it hurts me just thinking about it. Guys, directors, stop doing it. We don't like it. We've never liked it. You're really just trying to cover up your bad cin- uh, choreography. Okay, rant over. <laughs> I love the set. Of Logan, y'all. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. Anyway, so otherwise visuals were fine
0: uh soundtrack i gave it an eight like it was it was relevant i mean it was there <laughs> like we actually it was there i feel like we actually heard it versus like the godzilla soundtrack yeah which was like non-existent oh you mean
1: late night right
0: oh late night late i'm night. sorry i'm sorry yeah yeah late so. night
1: yeah late night it was like there was a soundtrack yeah oh, crap um
0: <laughs>
1: but yeah so at,
0: at least it, it and, had an music, impact. and it went well with you know, the I guess the scenes that it was trying to describe. And this is so. Uber, you know, mm-hmm. it's like,
1: hey, we're in a car with somebody. <laughs> it, right. You know, it makes sense if we're listening to some of this popular and I, music. It,
0: right. And it, it did it did help with those awkward moments. You know, but that's the point that I, I feel like that was the point of those those moments. So it just it made sense.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Solid eight, sure. Composition, I felt like I think
1: seven is probably fair. Like I think most of the events happened in order that made sense. Um uh-huh. I think that the worst thing in terms of the composition was this filler that really didn't need to be there. I, I mean, you could have developed more characters if you just got rid of these jokes, these uh-huh. scenes that went on for too long. But anyway, otherwise it's pretty solid. Uh setting, I would say it was a 7. It was LA, right?
0: Yes. Yeah, I'm yes, pretty sure it was yeah. LA. Yeah. yeah,
1: and I mean, I feel like Considering we're in LA, we didn't see a lot of people, did we? No. Like, we're talking about an Uber driver. Why not capitalize
0: on that? That is so true. I've no, that happens with a lot of movies, though, where you're yep. like in New York City and there's like two people. It's like, there's no way. No. There's no way there's not, like, 10 people trying to hail a cab. Like, come on. And this is an Uber driver. You could have totally taken advantage
1: of this Uh and, like, amplified the craziness tone. And, like, because there were some road scenes where Stu had to drive under these ridiculous conditions. Like, people were getting shot at and everything. There was, like, nobody else on the road, (laughs) though. (laughs) Like, why not amplify the craziness? Why not make it more L.A.? Why not introduce more drivers on the road, make it more crazy? that would also drive up the suspense and the tension. But mm-hmm. I don't think that they did that very well. Otherwise, I thought it was fine. So yeah, that was really my only concern. So I I, I just gave it a seven. Um, maybe it does deserve less. Now that I've well now that drove you bring that, that up, point, up, yeah. I mean like I maybe said it I, does deserve less. You are so right though. I feel like they that was a missed opportunity on their part. But uh the characters so I don't know if this is fair. I gave this a 7 as well. So the reason I gave it a 7, even though there are like a slew of other characters, there are like 10 other characters at least that make an appearance in this besides Stu and Vic. Stu and Vic are so good together that I think that it probably deserves a 7. But everybody else pretty much throw away characters. No, I, I think that's a
0: fair score because... Yeah. It only refl- you got to remember the score reflects just those those two characters. Yeah, you know what I mean? honestly, like obviously them together. I w- I would give ju- if it was just judging those two. I did like their dynamic. I would give it a higher score, but there's these other characters that are you could tell they're supposed to be a part of this movie. They're supposed to be like a, a huge pl- uh assist to the plot, I guess, and yeah. they just they they missed it no it, it they just, totally it, yeah missed it. It, it you could take them out you could erase them from the plot and still have a movie with oh, just yeah. two people oh yeah 100 percent. so that got a seven
1: and then originality uh i don't know if this is fair either but i put i put a seven i maybe it does deserve less now that i'm thinking yeah. about it maybe a five yeah, or a because six of the
0: plot, you know and it's just being very stereotypical but i think a seven is fair
1: yeah, it's it's being a little generous, yeah. I think, you know, because we talked about how predictable it is, how mm-hmm. stereotypical it is. It's not very original. I think that the most original part of it
0: was, you know, the two characters. But, you you know, can't we have were, a relationship quite like theirs. We are being very nice to this film because I, I have seen like other reviews and they completely ripped it apart. Mine, except for these two Uh, the main characters and i mean
1: i don't i don't think that it deserves to be ripped apart you know i think that um i think i had a genuinely good experience from it and i want to you know give it i wouldn't even say the benefit of the doubt i don't think that Mm -hmm. any movie deserves any benefit of doubt it should just be good or it's not Mm -hmm. and in this case it was average like i knew it was average the minute i finished watching it i had a feeling it would be average before i even got there Mm -hmm. but I gotta be honest. Like I still had a fun time, and I can't just rip into it That's because true. you know. Anyway, so let's see here. Uh, originality was a seven. Message. I I don't know if this is fair either. Maybe I'm being a little too generous. I gave it an eight. I thought that the messages were fine. The only thing is, we've heard them a million times. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would drop it, but I'd probably drop it to like a seven or a six, maybe because. They are kind of half-baked.
0: I mean, yeah, you just rely on the fact that it's a stereotypical message, so you know the type of feeling that you're expected to get out of a message like that. So we're just going to go ahead and go with it. I feel like that's what the director said. Like, they'll know what we mean. They've seen it before. They'll like
1: it. Yeah. And realism, I gave it a six because it's just so stupid, yeah. In parts. <laughs> and
0: I definitely the scene was.
1: I want to separate stupid comedy from goofy comedy. I there are goofy that. parts in this movie and then there are just some flat out dumb yeah, but like, things.
0: And and this isn't even supposed to be like a satirical type movie. You know no. what I mean? Like this no. is supposed to be based on something. This that is supposed is to be kind of taken seriously. Yeah, yeah. So it just it's not I would understand, I guess, the the goofiness if it was like a like a Blazing Saddles type film. You know what I mean? Like that that's satirical, silly humor, but like this one missed the missed the mark. So Yeah.
1: It didn't take enough chances. It didn't it just wasn't real enough. And then the story, I gave it a five because I thought it was so watered down. Mm-hmm. I thought I that there wasn't much motivation, not much inspiration behind these characters. Most of the characters I couldn't sympathize with like, the woman Stu was in love with. Um, the manager who had this really forced, oh, I'm so sorry for being a dick moment. Uh, yeah, it was just, no. I, I just, I didn't care about the story at all. All mm-hmm. I cared about was uh, Vic and Stu. That is literally all. So all things considered, really, I think that I was being a little too generous with, like, message and um, maybe originality. So instead of a 70, that brings it down to like a 68%, which I think is probably fair. That's better than
0: Rotten Tomatoes. They gave it a 44.
1: Yeah. So critics on Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 44. And I think that's being way too harsh. Mm -hmm. You know, like I feel like if you're giving it a a movie, anything less than a 50%, you're saying that you would have been better not seeing that movie at all, honestly. And I don't feel that way about this movie. I still had a fun time. I think
0: seeing the two characters makes it worth it
1: absolutely if you didn't have these characters and you didn't have the relationship that mm-hmm. they had don't watch it like it and wouldn't again, be worth watching right and
0: again like i'm a little biased because i've seen like i i think both of them are hilarious i love mm-hmm. um why well, i love batista i i loved him since i used to watch wwe wrestling you know yeah because he was a wrestler yeah so i liked him that. <laughs> and honestly he kind of reminds
1: me he, he reminds me of like my own dad a little bit mm-hmm. Because you can tell he really loves his daughter. Yeah. But he just has <laughs> a hard time, like, understanding how the yeah. world yeah. works. <laughs>
0: but uh, I, th- I think, you know, 68%, 70%. I think that's fair.
1: I think yeah. so, too. Like, I'm not going to completely trash the movie. I think that it's still... if Especially if you have a friend and you love to, like, watch a movie with them and sometimes rip it apart mm-hmm. just by making fun of it. I- if you have that one friend... Go ahead and watch it. Like, give it a shot. And mm-hmm. Honestly, I usually don't like comedy movies because they just don't do much for me. And I enjoyed it. I think that this is a lot. So if you want to get into some comedy, I don't know, maybe go ahead and try it. Because mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I was afraid that I would absolutely hate it. But I didn't.
0: So what do you think? Would you recommend people see this? I would. I, like I said, I you uh, just for, even if it's just for the fact that you get to see these two characters in action, then just do it. Because yeah. I even wrote it down. That was my favorite part of the movie. There's so. really no
1: other relationship quite like theirs, yeah. I think. you know so It's w- just so I unique.
0: Yeah, I, w- I would definitely recommend seeing it.
1: Yeah. So anyway, what did you think of the movie if you saw it? Go ahead and leave us a comment. Uh, did you think that that forced relationship thing at the end was as annoying as I did? <laughs> uh, yeah, I really didn't like that. Um, what else? Oh, Yeah what do you think about that manager guy the douchebag like why was he there again why was he
0: (laughs) why were half of these characters there like you could you could erase some of these characters and just call it a day yeah It's just it's unnecessary you know i mean can you relate to that yeah i i I guess you know i guess you can relate to having someone like that but Mm -hmm. i don't know it, it's just filler, man. I don't like it. Just oh, trying to force it.
1: Yeah. And what do you think about that shaky camera BS? Is it as horrible?
0: <laughs> every film <laughs> that we watch, you, I know you mentioned stuff about like the angles and the shots and stuff like that. And every time you bring it up, I'm like, oh yeah, it's like broken glass. Like my mind, you know, it's been shattered. This illusion that, <laughs> that I guess the movie created for me has been shattered because I never paid attention to that first until until you mentioned it, and it's like, you know. I could see why it would be a problem for people definitely. Um, and why it's annoying, you know, and uh, I'm definitely going to pay attention the next time that we see our next movie. Mm-hmm. So I've made it so that
1: you cannot forget.
0: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I've the, cursed the you the with my, of, of the Logan.
1: Yeah. I've cursed you with my uh, film. Uh, <laughs> li- film is literature. Nonsense.
0: We could tell who the real film critic is here. Yes, exactly. <laughs> if I do say so myself, let me get my monocle out. <laughs>
1: But anyway, thank you so much for listening, honestly Go ahead and do your magic. I, you're really good at closing these out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you heard it here. I am the master of closing. She and is. <laughs> she closes the deals. We uh, we are gonna do another podcast. I think we talked about keeping up with these podcasts throughout mm-hmm. the school year, if that's possible. But we will, of course, keep you posted. Uh, you know, depending on on classes and and the newspaper work since we, we go back to printing uh, five days a week uh, for the newspaper. So we will try our absolute best to be sure to deliver these podcasts because it's something that we like. Oh, you know, I love it. I yeah, love doing absolutely. this. Yeah, absolutely. This has been some of the most fun I've had working on, uh, working with someone, rather. So we will let you know what the next movie will be, but I am assuming that it's going to be Lion King. Since oh god. that is the talk of the talk. Um, I don't know. It pro- <laughs> yeah, I think it's probably going to be that. It's probably going to have to be uh, uh, yeah. I think we could s- we can take another Disney movie. Di- this was a Disney movie. Uh, believe what? it or not. It was like a f- yeah, cuz Disney owns Fox or something like that. Yeah. Oh my god. Yep, yep. Disney uh. is a monopoly. All right. be sure to leave us a comment and let us know how you thought about this podcast. Let us know what we can do differently, what you liked, what you didn't like, so on and so forth. We love to hear from you. We will be back next week. Same... Well, I guess... It'll be about the same time. About the same time. Okay. So, we'll... uh, get a better schedule once uh classes start back up which is i mean it's basically august now let's be real Mm -hmm. uh so (laughs) we'll keep you posted we'll let you know when the podcast is going to be published and again show us some love you got to share these podcasts okay like them comment so on and so forth yeah we're on spotify now which is
1: like really cool exactly Uh, everybody has spotify i know so So, so it's really easy to listen to us
0: Anywho, give us a like, listen to the podcast, let us know what you think about the movie, uh, and we will talk to you all next week right here on Popcorn Talk. Again, this is a product, I guess you could say, of the Daily Easter News. Peace.